I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. The latest buzz in the workplace these days is loud quitting which much like its cousin, quiet quitting, might not mean that the person is quitting at all. The Gallup organization, a research and consulting firm that investigates workplace dynamics, consumer trends, and the like, has recently renamed those who are actively disengaged, a term that they've been using for decades, to those who are loud quitting. The important thing to note, however, is that the people that they're referring to might not be quitting at all. They might be sticking around, causing reputational and financial harm for the company while still on the job. And their complaining and drama about their dissatisfaction might be doing harm to their own careers as well. It would be best for everyone if they actually quit. Now, back in episode 75, I discussed quiet quitting, which is essentially rejecting the hustle culture and not going above and beyond in your role. I talked about how it might actually be good for business. Retaining people who are doing their jobs is way more cost-effective than turnover. Hiring replacements for employees who leave costs an organization 50% or more of the person's annual salary. So comparatively, someone who is putting in the paces but not going above and beyond is still a win compared to turnover. So the latest headlines coming out of this Gallup study are that nearly one in five employees across the globe are loud quitting. To put this in perspective, let's look at the Gallup findings overall. The 2023 State of the Global Workforce Report, which was recently released, shows that 23% of employees are fully engaged and thriving. Another 59% are disengaged. They're showing up, earning a paycheck, but not highly engaged. We might think of them as the quiet quitters. That's what Gallup is now calling them. Sitting at their desk or at home, giving it a solid C or C plus effort. And then these final 18%, nearly one in five, are actively disengaged. They're either complaining, threatening to quit, or actually quitting. And in any case, doing whatever it is they're doing with a lot of drama. They're causing harm to their organization or to the leaders and managers that they work with. This could be reputational harm, like badmouthing their boss or their company on social media or on sites that review companies and post user-generated content about employers and careers, like Glassdoor.com. Or it could be inside the company doing such things as sending inappropriate emails, having unprofessional emotional outbursts, and dragging down their colleagues with their complaining and bad attitudes. Now, sometimes it stems 
from company decisions or policies that these loud quitters don't like or don't agree with. Return to office is a huge issue these days, and it's very polarizing. So it could be that or any number of other issues. According to the report, Gallup notes that these folks, quote, aren't just unhappy at work, they're resentful that their needs aren't being met and they're acting out on their unhappiness. Every day, these workers potentially undermine what their engaged coworkers are accomplishing, end quote. So typically, when someone is loud quitting, it's not the first time that the employee is bringing up the issue. Whether it's culture or pay or management practices or company policy, for example, a return to work policy or the like. Instead, the issue or issues that they're upset about are typically things that this employee has been upset about for a while. And loud quitting is the last straw, the breaking point, if you will. So why are workers loud quitting and what should we be doing about it? Well, employees may loud quit for several reasons, including being unsuitable for their role or unengaged by their manager, or not being in alignment with the company's position on any number of things, like return to work. Again, a very popular and polarizing topic these days. So according to the Gallup report, quote, at some point along the way, the trust between employee and employer was severely broken or the employee has been woefully mismatched to a role, causing constant crises, end quote. Now, if we take a couple of steps back, the pandemic has definitely created some unexpected new dynamics at work. Employees who might be returning to the office either part of the time or all the time may experience frustration if their manager is managing them in the same way that they did prior to the pandemic. One of my speaking and consulting colleagues, Laura Gasser-Odding, likens it to a college student returning home from the summer. They've grown tremendously in terms of their independence, freedom, and confidence during the school year, but their parents maybe haven't. Likewise, for employees returning to the office after learning how to work in a new and far more independent way, if the manager isn't retooling how they manage, the employee will start to become disenfranchised when that independence and autonomy isn't kept up or acknowledged. Gallup explains, quote, poor management leads to lost customers and lost profits, but it also leads to miserable lives and that having a job that you hate is worse than being unemployed. So in Gallup's research, when they were outlining what sets engaged employees apart from their disengaged peers, they found that the employees who thrive are the ones who find their work to be meaningful, the ones who know why their work truly matters, and the ones who feel the most connected to their team. Employees who were surveyed for the report explained that they value talking openly with their manager, they value having more autonomy to be creative, and they definitely value having a fair shot at being promoted. 
So leaders should not shy away from having open conversations and helping their staff members find purpose in their work, feel proud of what they do, take ownership of their own performance, and discuss their goals and priorities. That's going to make a huge difference in getting people from actively disengaged to plain old engaged or highly engaged. Now, as you think about this actively disengaged population, these loud quitters, if you will, you might be wondering, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is this the employer's problem or is this an employee problem? Well, in my estimation, the problem of actively disengaged workers is both the responsibility of the employer and the employee. Now, Gallup notes that management is largely to blame with 70% of team engagement attributable to the manager, according to their report. But if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a champion of personal agency. So I'm going to say some of the responsibility lies with the employee as well. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. So how do we move away from loud quitting, or perhaps better put, how do we move away from active disengagement and at least toward quiet quitting, (laughs) those folks who are getting the job done but not going above and beyond? Well, they're certainly not doing harm to their organizations, but they are getting the job done. Let's just get there for starters with this group that's loud quitting. I've got a few ideas for you. Number one, assess the fit. Assess the role fit. Is this the right role for the person? Assess the cultural fit. Is this organization's culture a good match for the person? And assess the manager's fit. Is this a good manager for this person? Is this the right person to be on that manager's team? Because the manager is responsible for the climate. Now, if one or more of these is off, the employee does not stand a chance of being a highly engaged employee. So this is something that you can do individually if you recognize yourself actively disengaged, do that assessment of fit. It's also something that companies should regularly engage in. Managers, human resource teams, and enterprise-wide across the whole organization, you should be regularly assessing and asking yourself, do we have the right seats on the bus? That is, are the right roles set up in our organization to support what we're up to? And then are the right people sitting in those seats? Again, that's where it comes down to the individual employee in the individual role. Now for you, maybe it's no longer a bus. Maybe it's an airplane or a spaceship because the vehicle has no doubt changed during these last few years when work has changed so radically. So assess the vehicle while you're at it. 
and the people in those roles. Assess it all. It's all up for grabs. Secondly, equip your managers and your leaders. Again, a lot has changed in these past few years. If your organization hasn't been bringing in someone like me to help managers reskill and upskill in these turbulent and disruptive times, get on that. From how to motivate and influence to how to do performance reviews and give feedback, both positive and critical feedback, to how to communicate effectively in the post-pandemic workplace. It has all changed, all of it. If you and your managers and leaders are operating in a 2019 mindset, well, then that's a no-brainer. You are the problem. And number three, and this one's perhaps the most important, take responsibility. If you are the actively disengaged employee, the loud quitter, and you're regularly thinking, oh, I'll show them a lesson, well, that might give you a surge of adrenaline in the moment, but it is your ego talking. And moreover, it is not good for you in the long term. It creates unnecessary stress that can have negative impacts on your mental health, your physical health, and your relationships. Believe me when I say that your spouse or best friend does not want to hear about it anymore. So instead of being all dramatic and complaining, or worse yet, acting on it when you think, oh, I'll show them a lesson. Think instead about the lasting repercussions that a dramatic exhibit of your anger or frustration could have on your career. Believe me, you are not going to show them anything except your unprofessionalism and immaturity. Think about the damage that it could do to your own reputation. Because even if you do quit now or some point down the road, you will need a new job. And that, my friend, requires references. And you don't want your negative reputation to limit your next move. So instead, think about what you can do to change your circumstances. Do you want to stay with the company and make a lateral transfer? Is it a bad fit with your manager? Maybe the entire industry isn't a good fit for you. Do the work. Figure it out. You will be happier and more peaceful as a result. <laughs> and so will your spouse and your best friend. All right, now, if you're on the employer side and you discover the ranks of your actively disengaged through assessing the fit for each role, coach any loud quitters out of the role or out of the organization. Loud quitters are not doing you any good and they might be causing you even more harm than you realize. If you've got the actively disengaged in your employee base, they are working alongside of all of your other employees, the ones you want to keep. If those employees that you want to keep see management and leadership letting those negative employees fester without any attempts at intervention, they may become disenfranchised as well. And of course, you're doing reputational harm to yourself and the company by being someone who does not take action when things are off the rails. It does not look good for you or your leadership. And if you need some guidance or want to explore this idea in greater detail, check out episode 108 of this podcast, Why Coaching an Employee Out is Better Than Quiet Firing. Okay, my friends. 
I'm thinking that some of you have some work to do. If you're a manager or a leader or in human resources, you need to be assessing each of your employees for fit. You also need to make sure that your managers and leaders are fully trained and equipped to lead in this new world of work. And if you're an employee who's been actively disengaged, a loud quitter, if you will, you need to do the work, the personal work and the job search work. You also need to speak up for yourself in positive ways and explain what's missing or what's wrong so that your employer has a chance to fix it before you go storming off and potentially doing harm to your own career. And if you feel like this might be going on around you, but you're not in a position to do anything about it, like you're not affected, well, you've got some work to do too. Have a frank conversation with a colleague who is acting actively disenfranchised or share this podcast with them. Talk to your manager as well about the culture and the climate more generally, and then about the impact that their specific behavior might be having on the whole team, even if you're not the one who's upset or affected. Now, if that feels like an uncomfortable conversation, make it easy on yourself and just share this podcast with them first. Then the conversation will be so much easier on you both. Okay, my friends, get out there and do the work. We spend far too much of our waking lives at work to have it suck the lives out of us and have it feel miserable. You've got this. Whatever work there is for you to do from this episode, I know you can do it and I've got your back. Until next time, my friends, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.